This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Ben Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. We got a voicemail again from John Allen March. Go ahead, John. Hey there, Glenn. It's John here from the Red Dice Star Race. Just been listening to your Don't Curse the Dark episode where you're talking about tracking torches and such like. And I think one of the things I found useful for that, although I don't use it every game, is the usage dice from the Black Hack where you allocate like a torch, a certain size of dice, like a D6. And then after every encounter, you roll that D6. If you get a one, it sort of steps to the next dice down. So it might be like a D4 or something like that. You then carry on rolling the D4 after each encounter. And when the D4 hits a one, the torch has gone out. And obviously you can vary this by sort of like what dice type you started on. And it's not a, a, a mechanic I use very often, but I do think it gives a little bit of that uncertainty for torches, but you know when they're starting to get low. Just thought I'd make a suggestion. Enjoy the episodes, dude. Keep up the good work. I'll catch you soon. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Yeah, I forgot about the usage dice and the black hack. That would be very handy. You could also do like countdown dice like they do in your index card RPG. And, uh, you know, just it's just another countdown. You use a D4 or a D6 or whatever. They usually use D4s now. But, yeah, that can, you know, whatever the, the time determination, you just roll it over to another another die, and there you go. Brilliant. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. All right. With an imminent, as of this recording, next year, the year after, I forget, um, the new D&D coming up. How do you how do you adapt a how do you adapt a module that is set in a world or a world to your brand of role playing game? And this you know because there's a lot of people out there who will you know like the current edition and you just use it, and there are going to be other people like me who go, okay, what can I rip off of it? And you know use it in your own game, whatever system you're used to. So what you have to do is look at the broad picture. Look if it's a if it's a supplement like a world, look at the broad picture. Even in a module, 
you know, they say you can place it anywhere, but some modules have specific like areas that you should put them in. And they've also got like maybe a village or something attached to the module. Like I said, look at the broad picture, see what's going on in the world. And that's the easy part because pretty much that is, you know, you don't have to touch that. Now, for things like, you know, when you get down to specifics like roles, um, you just got to, you know, this is where the eyeballing comes in, and especially for NPCs. NPCs, for me, it's like I will take the name, any class they are, and the fluff text, the you know, where they describe the NPC, and throw everything else out and start from there. Because usually the fluff text will give you a good idea of what the character is like, and then you can retool it to your to your purposes. I'm wringing my hands while I'm talking about this. And the same with monsters. You know, if you got a current, if you got a same monster in one game than another, no problem. Just use the other stats in your own game. Uh, for original monsters, find out what it's closest to, and. That one, I would look at, look at like, you know, what's its mode of attack? Are there any special, special abilities? Things like that. And I would take that into consideration and throw the rest out. Just look at the, look at the, like I said, look at the description text. And that will usually tell you what this monster is all about. I mean, it's a pick and choose thing, you know? I mean, I'd keep the, you know, the, look at the original stat. That's the kind of thing where I look at the original stat and I go, okay, hmm, this one has got a charm, this one, and he's got a uh, breath attack. Okay, fine. Charm, breath attack, I will just use whatever, however I use it in my own game. You know, that's the kind of thing. Because you got you to gotta take, you got to pay attention to special abilities. As far as magic items go, use them, swap them, whatever. You can probably figure out how to use them in your own system. That's no problem. And that's pretty much how you do it. You know, you just, it's basically you look at what the thing is supposed to do or what the person's supposed to do and then go from there. Because it, it's a lot easier, it's a lot easier to ad lib during prep than it is during the game. So I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Anyway. All right, I gotta get started in the day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this, anything else, oldmangrognard@gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as ninety-nine cents a month, you too can help support us, support this program, and I would thank you. Single donations, my Kofi page, ko-fi.com/oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me/oldmangrognard. These are the people who do give to me monthly. It is Jonathan Dorja, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shreve, Gilbert Suarez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, Aaron, Michael Thomas, Tompkins, sorry, Michael Tompkins, Randy Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, there are Dan Gregg, the Young, YUNG, Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Key Podcast, Randy and Joe, the Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>